Hi, and welcome to The Year Time Stopped, a series based on our historic photo book. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes from chapters featured in the book, and you'll get to hear more from the photographers that took the photos and get to know them better, their background, their context, their stories. Chapter 12, Raise Your Fist Two. A raised fist is a universal symbol of power, solidarity, and a desire for change. In 2020, we saw many raised fists. They were held high for causes of all types. Our photographers captured this universal gesture all across the globe, in all different contexts, whether it was a fist raised for black power, for a cause unique to a community, or in celebration. The fist became a symbol uniting people throughout the year in a universal language of strength and togetherness. Hey folks, thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into the interviews from the photographers featured in this chapter. The incest protest arose as a movement against the incessant police and incessant brutality perpetrated by a notorious police unit called SARS, for many being the special anti-robbery squad from the 1992 to combat armed robbery and um, serious crimes in Nigeria. The majority of those engaged in the protest were youths, mainly because they were the most affected by the incompetence of the unit. Becoming victims of extortion, criminal profiling, robbery, and more. The protest officially began on October 8, 2020, led by musical artists like Rontan and Paz, before it gathered momentum nationwide and globally. Through this protest, the Inspector General of Police, First, um, Mohamed Adamu, announced that the unit would be disbanded, but the youth did not back down because it was the same old term. Was without actions. I myself have gotten into uh, an encounter with the police before. I was uh, beaten for having even before I was put into the police vehicle. I felt the need to join the join forces and also document the protest, which represent the might of the Nigerian youth. On October 2020, on, on October 20, 2020, the Lagos State Government invited members of the Nigerian military to ensure in newly imposed coffee. Two hours before the coffee began, the Nigerian army opened fire on peaceful protesters, singing Nigerian national anthem and waving Nigerian flags at Lake Itoge. Eyewitness this report reported seeing dead bodies being cutted away in trucks by the Nigerian army as they tried to cover up the evidence. In the early hours of the next day, the Nigerian army denied any report of his involvement, branding it as fake news and calling every visual evidence photoshopped. The latest report of the atrocity involved the Lagos State government and the Nigerian army, shamelessly pointing out accusing figures at each other. October 20, 2020, will remembered as the day the Nigerian government murdered its citizens. I used to wonder why our parents didn't really do enough to um, contest the decision made by the government. Sometimes I do ask, I just, just, I just look around and see that they just go with the flow. When they bring out policies that, when the government bring out policies that are bad, that I'm, I'm not going to help the masses in a good way. And um, our parents just go with the flow, they, um, how am I going to put it? 
they adapt to it without challenging it. It's um, discouraging. When I started reading history books and looking back, I discovered that they have had their own fair share of um, brutality because from the 90, from the 90s and the, from the early 90s to the late 90s was more like a transition to from the military regime to the democracy regime. And there were a lot of brutality during those regimes and appearance were part of some people that were protesting and some of them did not even make, make it out of life. So ever since then, they have been quiet and passive towards any government decisions going on. So but seeing the youths, not waiting for their parents to take charge, not waiting for decision of their parents, not waiting for anybody to give them go ahead for they can hear their opinion against the government. It's something nobody was expecting in Nigeria because they were directly affected. Criminal profiling by the police were like, you can't dress good. I don't know why you say you're doing fraud. Because I know everybody says, a lot of Nigerians are doing fraud, but there's some good paying jobs that you can hire, like tech jobs. There's some um, freelance um, graphic designers. And we have a lot of like photographers too in Nigeria. They can anyway with this one. So but when you dress well and you're going out, they see you like, oh, you're dressing well, you must be doing something like fraud or you're driving a fancy car and you're doing something like fraud. So, it has been occurring for a long while. And some musicians, to as some musicians have used them in songs. You understand? So it was very bad. So it got to a point where some recent, there were some recent incident killings coming consecutively, and Nigerians feel like they've had enough. So it begins with some few musicians here, they, they led the protest. And when they led the protest, he started moving from the moment started moving from state to state, like started gathering momentum. And from there onward, became a um, nationwide um, event without any planning, without any any um committee, nothing, nothing. Everybody just started going out for protest. And to be fair, I was very, very glad seeing that my Nigerian brothers, my Nigerian sisters had to come out, make time, make their own time to add their opinion and to let the government know that whatever happens, they will still be in charge and they will always have their say in the um, things that are going on. I've, always, I've also had my own share, fair share of uh, police brutality before. Um, I work for, when the restaurant I work for, um, they had an issue with the um, it's a noise complaint and the police came they came some the officials came some escorts to lock down the place due to noise complaints. And we were supposed to have a gig that evening. So I called my friend, we were working together for a restaurant that is this gonna is the gig still gonna happen? Are they going to solve it before evening? So I took a picture of the fact that the gate has been locked by the security officials and I sent it to him. So one of the policemen saw me and said, Okay, what am I doing? How am I taking pictures? So he took my phone and he started beating me before I go to the van. Before I go into the van, then they, they began driving me for minutes, going from place to place to lock down other places. And the people I work for, the manager had to like try and call me 
they never want to allow me to answer my phone, trying to call and try to track me down and speak to them to let me go. So at that moment in time, I know that in some other cases, some young Nigerian youth won't have survived. You never can tell what the situation might be. It might be late, in, late at night, where they feel they might shoot this guy, nobody's going to know what happened there. They might just dump his body somewhere, but they have a series of um, issues like that that were uncovered during the protest. Do they keep that on your record, that you're a photographer and that you took pictures? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I, I didn't really go to the station because my managers, um, they allowed me to pick my phone for a little while and they allowed my managers to track me to where they are. So they spoke and they pleaded and they allowed me to go. So I didn't really get to the station to put in a new record. So ever since then, it was, it has been, um, everybody has to be careful nowadays. So there was, um, during the October 20, 2020, um, they invited the Nigerian army to come and, um, because the Blackito gave was like, like the main center of everything. And um, the Nigerian youth had been there, they were camping for days and did not allow um, regular movement. The Nigerian military were invited, and some people advised the Nigerian, um, the Nigerians were there that if they wave Nigerian flag, they sing Nigerian them, that they are going to respect it. Hey folks, I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're interested in learning more about the photographer, you can check out more of their images and stories on our website, scop.io, and buy our book on any major online retailer or your local bookstore. Tune in to our next episode. And don't forget to subscribe. See ya.